0: Hockey fights, lifestyle, and tales from a first round draft bust? We have it all and more on the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for boutique hockey content and podcasts covering every team in the NHL. What's up, everybody? It's Jeremy from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benners Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on the show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would've had the Blues in our division this year because we are trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Who's welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfour Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out
1: with uh, basically a beer league hockey
0: team and anybody who loves the game find us on all your favorite podcast apps the hockey podcast network website and on social media at wcb podcast this is the grit and barrett podcast a podcast devoted to the 11-time carter cup champion the hershey bears We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is, well, going to be Thursday, nearing the end of September. It will be Thursday, September 30th, by the time this podcast drops. And it is so good to talk to each and every one of you because, finally, after so long, after so many months, we have live, real hockey to talk about, everyone. I mean, sure, it's... it's preseason hockey and it's Washington Capitals hockey and it's not exactly the best but that's that's not the point why we're doing this it's not the point we just have hockey back we have real playable hockey that counts in a preseason standings type way but I'm rambling a little bit my name is Richard Blosser welcoming you to this podcast thank you everyone for your times listens and downloads and as always We are brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding, ding, ding. So, this past week, we had this past Sunday real Washington Capitals hockey. But before we get there, we've got some news and notes and nuggets to go through. Because there is a reason why I am dropping this on a Thursday. Sorry about that. As opposed to my usual Tuesday. First off, there was a game. There was a game Sunday night, which we are going to get to momentarily as Capitals training camp is fully up and running. But secondly, there was a game that was going to take place on Wednesday. And instead of just doing uh, two podcasts in the week because of my other job, it, it kind of prevents me from doing this. And I'm trying to get back into the swing of doing these podcasts for all of you Um. I'm trying to find a way to kind of ease my way back into it. I wanted to catch both hockey games, catch some news, and just do one big barrel of podcast, news, notes, and stuff for all of you. So that's why this is dropping on a Thursday as opposed to when my usual Tuesday or Wednesday. We will adjust this as we go moving forward. The Hershey Bears schedule is a bit more concrete and will make this a hell of a lot easier to do. But that's just me. You will notice some audio stuff as well because I, um, um, if we were doing a video, you'd see I'd have shut up. I'd have a new audio setup going along to where I actually have the microphone set upwards now, as opposed to um, just on a regular stand. It's on a boom stand now. But anyway, enough of my rambling. I'm rambling. Let's get into it. So before we get underway, before we get into the recap of Capitals versus Bruins on Sunday, there was some news that was dropped last week as the Washington Capitals officially announced their um, jersey sponsor because it was announced earlier in the week that all teams next season will be having sponsors on their jerseys. They will be a small 3x5 patch, and it will be to the proverbial highest bidder and of course the usual social media outrage oh my god i can't believe it the sanctity of the nhl has been sold the nhl has been bought out by our corporate overlords i cannot believe i will never buy a season ticket again from insert team name here you just lost a customer blah 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 or in the words of Peanuts, "Womp womp 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 womp," it is all lip service to me. Look, I can understand why there are some fans who don't like this. I can understand it, but I've been in the Ameri- I've been in watching American Hockey League hockey for nearly ten years now. This is nothing new to me. This is all normal from what I see. So the sponsorship patch won't be that big hell they'll even bleed into the jerseys so in the words of Eric Hartman to all of you stop your bitching you're not going to care you're going to move on to the next thing whatever the next outrage is and boy oh boy did we have a week where there were more outrages trust me it'll be here today and then forgotten about in the next two hours because that's what social media is I'm rambling again the Washington Capitals announced that Caesars Sportsbook will be their sponsor. It is a nice three by five patch that is going just below the left shoulder. I believe it will be opposite of the captaincy. And for all of you worrying that oh well, it's going to be a it's going to be a black square with gold lettering on a red jersey. Uh, no, no, it is red, and the Caesars, uh, Sportsbook is in white lettering. It's barely noticeable. And, uh, so Caps fans, as much as I hate to say it, deal with it. You'll be fine. You'll still buy your Alex Ovechkin jerseys. And these are only going on the Game Warns. Alright? You're not going to see these on the Capital Store there in Capital One Arena, where every single replica and authentic is going to have this sponsorship on it. No, it's Game worn. Besides, it'll show a bit difference when You know, who has a real game warden and who doesn't. So, that's just me. So, in other words, Caps fans, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. So, enough about that. Let's get right into it. And no, I am not going to be talking about the new uh, adoption dog that the Capitals got called Biscuit. Trust me, there are 50 plus social media posts about this dog. So, no, I am not talking about about it here. (sighs) I said, let's get into it. This past Sunday, the Washington Capitals were in action, and the Capital One Arena had real live fans in it for the first time since their elimination game in Game 5 against the very said team going up against the Boston Bruins. Lots of rookies, um, lots of guys sitting out because, hey, it's the first game of the preseason. So don't expect a whole lot from this as well. But um, let's get right into it. The Capitals kicked off the scoring with Joe Snively getting a nice little rebound goal. Long shot by Martin Haas. Just bounced around. Swayman couldn't get it. And Snively cleans up the garbage in front of the net. Right in. And it's 1-0 Washington at 415 of the first period. If you had Joe Snively scoring the first goal of the Washington Capitals preseason... You win! Ha <laughs> ha! But of course, this is the Boston Bruins. They weren't going to take this line down. Jacob DeBrusque gets another goal with assist to Connor Clifton and John Moore, John Moore is less, to tie the game at 1-1. They would answer back at a buck nine into the second with Eric Hulla. Eric Hulla, I think from um, the Minnesota Wild. Another assist to Jonathan Moore and Jacob Zubriel. Zabral, Zabril, a tip-in goal, and the Boston Bruins are up 2-1. Now, if some of you are noticing, I'm not putting a lot of my usual spiel and banter in the, into this because, well, there's a reason. It's preseason. So, let's just take it down a notch a little bit. A little bit. But, at 526 into the third period, the Capitals enter the zone. fiviari takes the puck in deep along the near boards, throws it across the middle to a Garrett Pilon who just deeks, deeks, backhands, top corners. Ooh, that's filthy. Ooh, they're feeling it. Mmm. Garrett Pilon. Ooh, that's nasty. Oh, Peter Lobulette's gonna love that. Ties the game at two points apiece with a really nice backhand deek. Somebody's been playing NHL twenty-one in in the um, in the preseason. The, that seems like something you would do in NHL 22, wouldn't you? just throw the pass across, you deke, and then you back in, and hey, it's in the net. You know, all the uh, eSports hockey gamers, all three that actually listen to this podcast are just going, yeah, man, that's what we do. And I should know, I would have done it too. We go to a shootout, and uh, there was a nice little rule that was put in for this year that... um you can forego three-on-three overtime and just go to a shootout. Because, let's admit it, it's preseason, we're not keeping track, you kind of want to get this over with, and the skills competition is probably a little bit more important than a three-on-three overtime. Because these shootout drills are done a lot in practice, and it will be nice to get guys out there. So, I don't mind this. And I'm sure fans might go, well, hey, you know, we want to see the overtime. Do you? Do you really? So we went into a shootout. Daniel Sprong gets a goal. Eric Halag gets a goal for Boston and answering. And then Jacob DeBrusque gets the go-ahead goal. And Bruins win it 3-2 the final as the Capitals drop a shootout loss to the first preseason game. So everyone, you know, let's uh let's not get crazy. It's just it's just um it's just preseason. So we'll be fine, everyone. We'll be fine. Some other stats from this game. Neither team scored on the power play. Uh, hits were 21-19 Washington Capitals. Um faceoffs were about even with a slight edge to uh to Boston. The Capitals had 31 shots on goal. The Bruins had 23. Um, let's see here. The Caps ran with a two-goalie setup um, as Phoenix Copley got a full 90 minutes and Vitek Vanacek uh, came in in relief. Copley was 12 for 14 with a save percentage of 857. Oof. And uh, our boy Vtech Vanacek was 9 for 9 and uh, I think was out there for the shootout as well. Um, lots of scratches in this game for obvious reasons. I'm not going to go over because there are too damn many. So, um, not a bad night overall. Martin Fiviari getting an, an assist. Pilon with the goal. Um, Henrik LaPierre with two assists. Good on you, kid. Nice going. Stuff like that is going to really impress. Uh, Martin Haas... Um, got an assist as well, and Snively with the goal. Snively with the highest Capitals number on the board in 91. That was your useless fact. But there was a little bit of uh, shenanigans in this game, and uh, let's go ahead and just talk about this right now. Dylan Micklerath. Yes, I know some of you saw this coming. So Dylan Micklerath um, sort of got him to, himself into a, a bit of a spot in the third period because um, Fogarty, Fogarty, Kevin Fogarty, Matt Fogarty, Fogarty. Anyway, um, Fogarty um, goes, um, is coming into the near boards. I don't know if he's da- dumping the puck around or just going to make a play. Probably is. And in comes Dylan McArath, is lining him up, going in for a shoulder first hit. He is looking to tag him. Now, Fogarty, senses this is coming, and tries to sidestep and stop. And I like it when NHL players do this, because it's like Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. You know those times when Wiley would stand at the top of a, of a cliff and then run down to try and get the Roadrunner, or would throw, like, a huge boulder down a cliff and try to time it so as the Roadrunner would pass by, the boulder would go and get him. But the Roadrunner could stop on a dime, would stop... The boulder would go by, you go up another cliff and end up squashing Wiley. Or Wiley would run right by the roadrunner and off of a cliff. You know, ah, the golden era of Looney Tunes cartoons. Anyway, that's what Fogerty was trying to do. However, he either mistimed it, didn't stop enough, and kinda had his upper half sorta leaning out like, oh no. And in comes Nick Mickelrath and just whammo. Shoulder. Clips the head, gets his shoulders, and he does a pirouette and a half twist. Oh, boy. Bam. Down he goes. And um, he ain't doing too well laying down on the ice. So um, Micklerath was given a 5, 10, and a bye. Yeah, I'm going with that now. It's called a 5 and a 10 and a bye. So he was done. He was absolutely done. And he was going to have a in-person hearing, to which he did, with the uh, Bureau of Player Safety. There's some good news. We've come a long way since the days of Sheriff Shanahan, haven't we? Anyway, uh, he was given two preseason games and two regular season game suspension for said hit. And social media was ablaze. Oh, Washington Capitals and dirty plays. They go Hand-in-hand together, don't they? Yeah, here we go. But, but, this kind of reinforces something that Sean O'Brien, host of the Calder Farm Stand, sort of warned Hershey fans like myself as to why they signed Dylan McElrath in the first place. Mickelrath has a habit of taking bad penalties. He doesn't contribute much scoring-wise. He had one good season with the Grand Rapids Griffins, won a Calder cup with them, and uh, was signed for toughness and grit on the blue line. Huzzah. Except, oh, and leadership too. But here's little problem with that, and I'm sort of paraphrasing what Sean said, and I agree with him. If you're Sha- if you're, if you are signing him for leadership, we have plenty of that already. Molson, Scarbosa, you know, we have leaders on this team. Guys that are going to help the youngins. You could argue Cody Franzen will do that as well. Uh, Matt Irwin if he gets sent down. You know, we've got guys who will be leaders. Well, what about grit and size? You can't teach that. Well, yeah, we have big Eddie Whitko, And there is nobody on the Bears that is under 6'1". I remember Corey telling me this. So we'll have big beefy boys on defense this season, which sort of seems to be the new thing in the NHL because that's how the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to win their Stanley Cup with big defensemen getting in shooting lanes. And when something works, everybody starts copying it. So getting back to Dylan is that you're signing him for grit. We have that. You're signing him for leadership. We already have that. So, you signed him for defensive depth purposes? And if this is what we are in for in Hershey, bad penalties and putting the Bears on five-minute no-release power plays, let me tell you something. Dylan is going to become very unpopular in Hershey very quickly. It seems to be a yearly tradition where the Bears pick a defenseman and then just um, sort of, in some way pick on him or be sort of harsh with him. Now, I will argue that, yes, I did this for Jonas Siegenthaler. It was deserved. Have you seen his play? There's a reason why he's in New Jersey now. So, yeah, we've done this in the past. Um, Madison Bowie, that happened to him too. Um, Who was that one? Sean Collins, back with the God Mode team. You know, Bears fans have been doing this for years. A very very long time so to tell me that you know well we signed him for this reason no no if Mikkel Rath is really going to be this kind of player this stuff ain't going to fly in the NHL and it ain't going to fly in Hershey too and yeah I get it 20 years ago that kind of play would have been I don't want to say normal but There would have been a scrum afterwards and maybe a game suspension as well. Now, also, Fogarty mistimed it. If it was a couple seconds sooner, Fogarty misses, Mickelrath throws himself into the boards, and we have a laugh at this. If he doesn't see him, he gets lit up for a possible harder hit. It's a real gray area. So, has Mickelrath deserved of a suspension for what he got? Probably. Probably. But all in all, I hope this crap doesn't continue in Hershey. And will the suspension carry down to the American Hockey League? Probably not, but we'll see where it goes. Anyway, Dylan Micklerath, you'll have a lot of work to do to try and win us Bears fans over. So yeah, that was kind of my uh, news and notes from the Washington Capitals' first preseason game. And now we're going to take a really short break for a word from our sponsor... DraftKings Sportsbook. And now we're going to take a short break in the podcast to talk about our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Week three of the National Football League is in the books. And now is the time to review the tape and get ready for week number four with DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the National Football League. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any game. Listen up, Bears fans, because you won't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. It can be tonight's Thursday night game, it can be late Sunday night, or maybe a little Monday night action for all of you. But if Sportsbook isn't available in your state, DraftKings has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the... DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only. $5 $5 minimum deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And now, on with the show. And we are back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Recording the second half of this podcast here on a Wednesday night. And we had our second preseason game of the Washington Capitals wrap up a quick two-game preseason homestand before the boys head out on the road. Who knows? Maybe we'll have another um – Oh, sit here. Thank you. Hey, I saw you give up your seat for the woman with the oxygen tank. Another way to show her your good side? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because she also relies on plasma based medicines. Next stop, Find a center plasma. at grifflesplasma.com. You can receive up to $800 this month.
1: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online.
0: I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true.
1: Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
0: Round of roster cuts before the end of the weekend. So let's let's get right into this. The Capitals were back at it on a Wednesday night there at Capital One Arena and the Peasants rejoiced. Yay. They're probably the best team in town there in D.C. right now because, well, the Washington Nationals, how are they doing? Oh, they've only won 63 games this season. Woof. How's the Washington football team? Lovely. Okay, Washington, you're up. How are the Wizards doing? Bradley Beal said something about COVID vaccines. Oh, boy. Washington Capitals, time for you guys to go. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Uh, the New Jersey Devils, of course, are starting a healthy smattering of guys that are going to be in Oop State, New York, and a good amount of young Devils on there. Nico Heashier is supporting the captaincy this year. Um, huzzah, I guess. The scoring started a little bit early with uh, 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 Serga... Uh, Sir Ron-a-giv- give S H A R A N G O V I C H. Spelling bees eat your heart out. And in the words of the Bolts broadcast, um, hockey player or random name in a uh, in an Elder Scrolls game, you decide. Anyway, he gets us going early and puts the Devils up early on the board, one nothing. The Capitals get themselves into some um, power play, um, actually get themselves into some penalty trouble. It becomes a five on three. There's some good news, of course, with all the Devils' young talent. I'm sure they can find a way to get on this, but a little malfunction at the junction there at the point, and there goes John Carlson off on a two on one. He's going down, down, looking, looking, shot, scores! It's John O'Clock, everyone! Credit Ross Twiddell on Cultaholic with that one. Scores shorthanded. 3x5 shorthanded goal. John Carlson, former Hershey Bear. And it's tied at one point apiece. Just beautiful. Beautiful. It's a two-on-one. He looks toward his, uh, his teammate there on the wing. Looks off the goalie and just... Top corner. That's why this man... It's always in the running for the Norris. I'm pretty sure Norris. Norris or Art Ross. Anyway, the Devils, of course, would get the lead right back 45 seconds into the second period as Jack Hughes, John Hughes, Jack Hughes, whatever, his last name's Hughes, to make a 2-1 New Jersey. And I swear to God, I heard Devil's State of Mind, Neil Valampino yelling all the way there in new jersey hello neil love ya mean it but of course would it be that easy of course not it's preseason it's new jersey <laughs> it who has time for defense these days and anyway capitals get set up on a power play some decent passing kuznetsov throws it up to john carlson grips it rips it kneeling one-timer scores bangs around and gets into the net beautiful screamer from carlson Ties it at two points apiece. Oh, it's going to be one of those nights, isn't it? But of course, the New Jersey Devils wouldn't go down swinging as An- Anthony Holtz. Who? Anthony Holtz. Who? I have no idea who that is. New Jersey gets back on top three to two. Once again, it's going to be one of those nights. And of course, TJ Oshie would get a really nice breakaway goal. As um, Hedricks Lapierre would bri- would just take a pass and just threads it right through the neutral zone. He, you know, he's got the puck there at the blue line. Looks up. Oh, there's TJ Oshi, number 77, <sighs> and just threads it right through the neutral zone, past two defenders, and it sort of lands on Oshi's stick. But he doesn't care. He's in all alone in the offensive zone. And right now, the New Jersey goal- goalie's looking at this, going, mm, "Crap!" That's T.J. and it's in the net. And it's in the net, and we are tied. LaPierre having himself a nice game. Three assists. Three assists. Who is this kid? And he's only 19 years old. Wait, I think that only works on Carter Hart or aspiring goalies. Anyway, the Capitals would get their first lead of the night with a minute to go in the second. Another power play goal. Uh, Mike Vercioni, as I call him, Assisted by by Hendricks LaPierre again? LaPierre, how many does he have on the night? There's one, two... Uh, Let's see here. Uh, two assists on the night. I thought there was a third. But anyway, wow. LaPierre, have yourself a game there, son. There, son. And uh, it is 4-3 capitals. And I'm kind of thinking that, okay... We take the lead late in the second. This will be just like a regular season game. We just, we we lock it down in the third, and we put this little baby to bed. We just put this little baby to bed. They got this. Nope! Mercer. Darren Mercer. He's really important because on the NHL lap, they don't even have a picture of him. Ties it on four at four with a really nice first shot. It, It it was nice. It was nice what he did. Devils get a power play late in the game with less than two minutes to go. Oh, boy. Because we're either looking at a power play to end the game or just we're going to go straight to a shootout because that's a thing now in the postseason. Anyway, win the faceoff up to Severson, who just throws the puck down low to Nico Shear. What the hell is he doing in front of the goalie? Who's Who's got Heashear? Who's got him? You? Oshi, No. Jensen? No. Captain? No. Who? Who's got number 13? Who's got number 13? I got him. Who's I got him? I'm in the penalty box. Oh, that's not good. Nico Heesheer down low. Deeks backhands right around our boy, Vanachek. I think it's Vanacek. but anyway, it's in. Nico He Sheer, 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 Sheer. Makes it five four New Jersey with a buck twelve left to go in the game, a little bit of an empty netter, but it's moot at this point. And the Devils take the game five four your final there in Washington D.C. The Devils with twenty three shots on goal, the Capitals with four. Um, yeah, this wasn't ex- this wasn't exactly a game known for its uh, defensive prowess, now was it? Um, Devils had 23 shots on goal. Capitals had 27. Um, the Devils were one for five on the power play. They got the one power play goal when it mattered. The Capitals were two for four on the man advantage. Um, shots already told you about. Yes, there were there were penalties. It was Alexiev that got the high sticking at the at the end of the game to. Um, to put them on the power play, but one could also argue that, well, this is just it's the preseason. Let's not get too worked up over this. So, um other notes, uh Kempney had an assist. Lapierre had two assists on the night. Um, so did Anthony na Um Ilya Samsonov went two for went went six for eight in the third period. Oofta, Samsonov, oofta. Zach Fukali went 12 for 15 in two periods of work for an 800 save percentage. Ilya Samsonov, 750, but that's only with one period of wake. Evgeny Kuznetsov also registered an assist on the night. So, uh, what to take away from this? Well, first off, let's not all forget, it's the preseason Let's just let's just take a deep breath. Let's just take the deep a deep breath. Um, outside of the very last power play of the game, the penalty kill for the Capitals was actually there. They were four for four on the night. Unfortunately, it just took one little slip up, one little breakdown in defense, and Nico Heisher made him pay to take the lead in the last two minutes. Uh, good to see a lot of uh, Bears step up. Um, of course, Vercioni getting a getting a goal. John Carlson, yes, former Hershey Bear getting two nice goals on the night. But Hendrix LaPierre getting some really good face-off work. If I saw on Twitter, he went eleven for 17 in the face-off dot. Two assists on the night. The kid's a center as well. I'm not sure if he's a pure center. Hmm. He kind of reminds me of a former Hershey Bear. A guy who wore 21 in Hershey, and he actually wears 21 in Vegas now. He was a guy who was really good at the faceoff circle. He wasn't flashy, but he was a great all around player, a real middle six guy. Does anybody want to take three guesses on who it is? I know Bears fans in the back, I can see you raising your hands. I'm talking about none other than Chandler Stevenson. That's who LaPierre kind of reminds me of. Great face-off guy, which is very important in the modern NHL. He can get you some assists. He's not always going to be, you know, maybe a star. But in the right system, he can do some good work. And Chandler found himself in Vegas. I'm happy that he did. And maybe, just maybe, LaPierre, with time, could be like that Chandler Stevenson. Just an all-around great middle six center. Because the league could use a good amount of them. Or a bottom six. Or a bottom six guy. Wherever you can get time, I guess. So, um, um, Ovechkin was held off the board as well. But it's the preseason. He'll be fine. I'm I'm pretty sure um, he'll be fine. You know, at least when TJ Oshie scored, I didn't get the whole... Thing on Twitter, take me down, country roads. Yeah, that didn't get old quickly on Twitter last year. But um, the Caps will be back at it on Saturday. 7 o'clock start down there in Philadelphia as they take on the Flyers, their first roadie of the season. Their next preseason game will be on Monday in Newark. To take on the New Jersey Devils. And then Wednesday, the 6th, they will take on the Boston Bruins up there in TD Garden. And then one more preseason game at home. The preseason finale will be Friday night, October 8th, taking on the Philadelphia Flyers there at Capital One Arena. That will all lead to the start of the season, which will be Wednesday, October 13th, at home on ESPN or TNT, taking on the New York Rangers. Yes, those New York Rangers. You think they've forgotten about the whole May 5th thing? I don't think so. All I can say is, Tom Wilson, meet Ryan Reeves. You might know each other. Ha! So that's a bit of a recap of this past night's um, preseason action. And, you know, I didn't listen to it because um, I couldn't get... Couldn't get the uh, audio on my phone, but it was really good to interact with people on Twitter. I was posting GIFs, I was posting memes, um, asking questions with other bloggers and beat reporters out there. Trying to get some real info on what Caps Nation thinks of some of these youngins. Because you are going to see them, whether whether you want to or not that you're going to have to start injecting young talent into the Capitals as well. And it's nice to see that these kids aren't being written off just so we can get another glory year or two out of this core of Ovechkin, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, and Oshie because they ain't getting any younger. They ain't. But it really seems like at least the Capitals media is really embracing these youngins and can't wait to see what some of these some of these guys can do. Um, das Wunderkind didn't do all that much. Um, he tried doing a little bit more there in the third, but um pretty uneventful night for Das Wunderkind, unfortunately. We'll see if he gets another go around on Saturday. So, let's turn our eyes toward Hershey, ladies and gentlemen, because this past week, this past Tuesday, it finally happened. Finally. I've been waiting for so long and a lot of bears fans as well you know the bears posted on twitter it's getting cold in here and there on the floor of the giant center the very beginnings the foundations of the ice is being made at giant center yes finally finally we're going to get it the ice is there at giant center which means bears hockey is coming back It's coming back to us, and hopefully next week we'll get some goodness. But we won't have to wait that long, because by the time this does drop, technically tomorrow, or whenever you listen to this, on the 30th, it will be season ticket holder night there for the Hershey Bears. And really going to be glad to see people getting their stuff there at Giant Center. Now, I got the email. Um, There will be no players autographs, or meeting up with any players and all this because, you know, the great virus is still out there. Okay, fine. Fine. At least we have a regular season ticket holder night. We're at least doing that this year. That's okay. That's okay. Um, A few other things were in that email as well. There's some concessions there. There will be an equipment sale, a limited equi- equipment sale. Dang it! I always look forward to getting some game warns while I'm there. But, but you know i i hate talking about this but it was there and there was the covid masking policy and i'd been waiting to see something like this or hear something like this because bears fans are going to want to know what is the policy you can't just say oh well we're um you know we're still working out the details well you don't really have any really details anymore you got to you got to put something forward so you know according to them and i'm quoting from the email that i got all guests regardless of vaccination status are strongly encouraged to wear face coverings in all indoor spaces if a guest is experiencing any of the following we ask that you stay at home covid 19 sy- symptoms Awaiting test results, a guest who is under healthcare providers' care for a positive test, or a guest that has been exposed to someone COVID 19 unless fully vaccinated. Okay. Operational adjustments will be made in accordance in guidance and recommendations from various government agencies and industry organizations continue to evolve. We all must continue to remain vigilant and work together to prioritize the health and safety of others, all those around us, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Okay. So. So. Face coverings are strongly encouraged. I did not see a mandatory in there anywhere. And I ain't saying this to cause any waves or anything. I'm not. It's just with everything going on, you know, D.C., masking's mandatory. No vaccine requirements, but masking's made mandatory regardless of your status, which is fine. You put it out there. This is our policy, and this, this is what we are sticking to. Fine. That's fine. Um, a lot of NHL um, teams have already said vaccine is required for admittance. At least we know that. And I've been waiting for what Hershey is going to do. And this, this is, this is it. So, okay, we have our answer. And like I said in last week's podcast, there is no correct answer to all this. People are going to complain no matter what. Giant Center has also announced that they are going cashless this year with the exception of some walk-around vendors the giant Center is going completely cashless. Either all credit cards or gift cards. You can imagine how well this has gone over with the fan base. Oh, well, this is a way of controlling people. This is how they get you. But I like having cash in my hand. I like, you know, a few years ago I would have complained about this. I really would have. But um, they did it last year even with all the restrictions so why not just keep it going to me it's not that big of a deal it's not you know if you're going to come on out and and raise hell you know just about things going cashless oh well i'm sure Hershey Park is going to eventually move that way and the parking tolls they they still do cash you still want to do that with them you know so as I always say about bears fans that they require certain things. I want my hockey. I want my parking. I want my food and I want my program. And if any one of these are missed, I'll raise hell. You know, it, 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 it's a line I've altered. That's used by, um, um, Abe Simpson, you know, back when uh, he gave Bart a bunch of cash for his birthday in one Simpsons episode. And, um, Marge asks, where'd you get all the money from? The government. I don't want it. I didn't ask for it. But if they miss one payment, I'll raise hell. Bears fans are kind of... we can They can be kind of the same way. And I'm not saying this to be smart or snarky. I've seen this for years. So, that's just how it is. Ooh, that was loud. Anyway. Anyway... Let's see where we're at here. About a good, healthy 40 minutes. I think that will do it for us this week here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Good, healthy amount of stuff, boys and girls, of us talking about. We got some bear stuff in. Two Capitals preseason games and a lot of good stuff. Hockey is back. Hockey is healing. And just for everyone, thank you for your time, listens, and downloads. And thank you to everyone who these past two episodes have eclipsed the 50 uh, download um, mark for both of them. I am very impressed by everyone out there. Thank you so much. The urinating tree episode is nearing 100 downloads and is already my most listened to show we have done ever here on the Grit and Barrett podcast and that's by all of you. So to everyone, you know, continue supporting this podcast. If If you like this, take a listen to the Caps Chirps podcast as well and we got a lot of good stuff coming up. And this is only the beginning, everyone. This is merely the beginning. Because next week, hopefully, we'll have we'll have more Capitals training camp. We'll have some roster cuts. And hopefully, Hershey Bears training camp, everyone. Oh, it is truly lovely. All great stuff. But I'm rambling, though. My name's Richard Blosser. And I'll catch you guys next time. We'll see each other at Giant Center